I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Man, what is up, guys? I'm so excited uh, for this first episode. Man, uh, we've had so much support so far, and it's, it's really just been a blessing uh, to know our friends, our family, and uh, like, you know, younger kids, and everybody have just really been supportive. Uh, and, you know, I'm just, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm your host, Caleb Anderson. We got my ho- uh, co host here. His name is Hudson Reed. What's up, Hud? What's up, guys? Uh, no, you go, oh, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. No, we're good. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, first, we're just going to start off by kind of introducing ourselves, getting familiar with each other, or with you guys, really, mm-hmm. and uh, then right. we'll just go from there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, you know, we both went to Batesville High School. Um, we grew up together uh, in elementary school, you know, when HUD first came here, you know, he was the, the pastor's kid, new pastor's kid <laughs> at First Baptist. Uh, but, you know, we both went to Batesville. Um, right now, I currently play basketball at a prep school in West Memphis. It's called Faith Prep. Shout out to the Warriors. Love my coaches, man. It's been a blessing uh, learning how to be a, a better man and a better Christian uh, there. So shout out to them. HUD, go ahead. Uh, so I'm currently attending Arkansas State. I'm a freshman there, majoring in agriculture, so that's Ooh, pretty cool. Yeah, ag. So I'm having fun up there with my boys and everything like that, and uh, just trying to grow with, trying to go with God right now, and uh, trying to just explain my faith a little bit, and right? Tell y'all how I got here, right? And uh, and you know, one thing we're gonna do every episode, which you know, I guess we won't talk about it after this one, but every episode we're gonna start off with prayer, man. We just wanna immediately. Um, you know, have the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, come into the room and we just really, uh, you know, our goal of all of this is to impact people and influence people. That's the number one goal over anything, you know, you know, we're going to have our laughs, we're going to have fun, but b- before anything, before all of that, we just really want to influence people and, uh, you know, just, uh, put God in the, in the equation above anything else. All right. So let's bow our heads, uh, wherever you're at. Uh, Father God, thank you so much for this amazing day that you've gave us. Thank you uh, for this day. Uh, Whoever is listening right now, Lord, I pray that you put in their hearts, uh, you just uh, plant a seed in them from the things we're talking about, and that people can relate to us, relate to our pain, relate to our success, relate to everything, and that above all, they can be encouraged, and that after they get done listening to this, they can feel helped in their walk with God along with ours, Lord. I love you so much. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. All right. Well, um, HUD, why don't you talk for a minute about why we started this? Okay. I wanted to start this mainly, like Caleb said, to reach people and be real with them. You know, I want, right. I want to get down and gritty almost in a way that like people don't really want to do. Right. And, uh, we're going to get deep about my personal life, about Mm -hmm. Caleb's personal life. And I really just want to express to y'all, no matter where you are with God, you can grow. Right, and 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 that's the thing too. You know, my whole thing is there's so many things that people don't want to talk about in the sense of like they they get their toes stepped on. You right. know what I mean? They start feeling convicted. Right, right. They feel convicted, and so my thing is. People need to hear the things we talk about. They need to hear everything we're diving into because. It's like maybe they're like in a um a, what what would you call it like a like a, a stumbling block is that what people call oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. like they're at a place in their in life a rut, dude. 
in a rut. They're in a place in their life where they're like, man, I need to get past this, but I don't know what to do. So that's you, that's really the main, uh, you know, the motivation of this is just we want to encourage people and, you know, show them in, in their walks and in their struggles. They're not alone. If people ever try to tell you they don't have problems, they're lying to you. They're simply lying. Yeah. So, uh, and HUD, speaking of, of that, why don't you get into it? You know, why don't you talk about uh, how you found your purpose and uh, what you, you were talking about, uh, you know, a couple of months ago or weeks ago or however long it was. All right, so I had a buddy that texted me, and he was like, HUD, dude, you're just you're done partying? Or, like, what's up, man? You don't want to, like, get wild with this or anymore like that? And I was like, well, man, I want to just tell you something. I was on my way to church. And this person that, uh, she means a lot to me. She said to me, she looked at, I was getting ready, getting dressed and everything like that. And she said, HUD, why are you even going? And I was like, wow. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you know, you're going to be doing the same things you were doing last Saturday. As soon as you got out. of Yeah. So, so like she was saying, why are you going to church? Because clearly you're not listening or clearly it's not doing anything for you. Exactly. And that, that really hit home for me. I was like, I was like, man, something's got to change. I can't keep living like this to where the point where I'm just going in and out of church and I'm hearing little things in the air and I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of growing, but dude, nothing's really changing. I'm still living the same life I was living before I walked in there. Yeah, and so you were just – and I feel like so many people our age are in that place. They're just staying in the same place. You know, there's exactly. A, there's a quote that my coach always says. Uh, he says, I truly believe that we never stay in the same place. Every day we grow or we go back. Like we never stay in the same place. And that's the same in your walk with God, uh, athletically, academically, whatever it is, you're never the same. You Pre- either. Precisely, dude. And I, was, and I wanted to go into more of that. After she told me that, I wanted to just kind of like just shake it off, you know, like, ah, it's cool. I'm just keep doing my thing and everything like that. So I didn't want to think much about it. And I get to church, and my dad's preaching. He's bringing it, bringing the house. Bringing it. Brother Stacy, man, what a guy. He's, like, throwing it down right now, and he's like, some of y'all are coming in here, and you're leaving the same. Wow. And I was like, ooh, that's kind of hitting me. And I I tried to brush that off. He's like, how are you coming in here, and then how are you leaving with? You come in here with a mask, that Mm -hmm. everything's fine, that you're walking with God. Yes, bro. And then... You take that mask off as soon as you leave here, right? And you're the same exact person. And and I want to talk about that too. I want to talk about how I literally cry for people that they go and they act like everything is okay, but then they go home and cry, and then they go home and they're alone, or they go home and they feel this like this hole in them. And I, what I mean by that is like I know people that say like man it's like social media and you know we're gonna have a, a whole episode on social media social media is fake social media like nobody posts on social media a picture of them not doing something fun people only post things where they look good people only post things where it's like oh my gosh life is perfect you know and, that, this and, and that's that. tying back into the church right of how yes. they, everything's fine don't look at me any different you know i'm i'm this great christian yes. person and that's what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about how it's okay to not be okay it's okay to to look at somebody and be like hey i have problems i need help like church <laughs> okay so you know how jesus had the 12 disciples jesus did not go pick up the people that were perfect. Jesus went and picked up the tax collectors, the fishermen, the people that he knew needed help. He wanted to show other people that anybody can change. And that's 
that's kind of what HUD was getting into is the fact that, you know, he was doing all the wrong things and then the Holy Spirit convicted him and showed him. Like, it, it ate me up, dude. It's, yeah. It, it, it tore me up inside to the point where I was like, something's got to change. Right. And he, it really threw my buddy off when I was like, man, I'm done, dude. I just, I want to live that life that makes my, that makes God proud mm-hmm. overall. And it makes my family proud. For sure. It makes me proud. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm talking about, you know, with um, the kind of with the social media stuff, I guess. You know, it's the fact that, like, I see people acting like everything is perfect and, like, people aren't real. We're here to be real with people. We're here to say, listen, I have this addiction or listen, I have this problem and this is how I got through it. Because if people our age see that we got through our problems, then they have hope. They think, oh, my gosh. I, I've been thinking about this, but no one's talked about it. And that's what we want to do. Yeah. Um, so and let me get, what's our topic, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, and, and speaking of that, yeah, let me go into our topic. Uh, our topic is... Oh, dude, what is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, our topic is be the church wherever. Ooh. Yeah, man. Ooh. Be the church wherever you're at. And, I, I mean, just, you know, why do we go to church? Like, pe- do people even realize that? Like, what is the significance of church? Like, you don't go to church because it's the right thing to do. Like, I I can't stand that when people are like, well, when it's Sunday, you go to church. Like, dude, you go to, like, you go to church to learn. You don't go to church because it's a requirement. You go to church because you learn. Like, that's why you see people that have never been to church in their life. They go one time, and they love it, and then they that person on the front row every time. Exactly. Dude. And a lot of people, they're, they're like, I ask, how, man, how are you in your walk with God? You know, mm-hmm. I go to church every Sunday. You know, I go to Bible study when it's open, dude. That's not what it's about. That's, no, it's not. It's about growing and getting better. Right. And uh, I just can't stand that thought of, like, people just thinking that church makes it better. Yeah, and well, the reason you go to church is like you go to church to learn and then you use what you learn to tell other people. And that's why our theme today is be the church wherever. Whatever you learn, and my again, I reference my coaches a lot, man. This year has been awesome at Faith Prep, learning more about God. My coaches tell us all the time, go and teach something to somebody that you learned. And what that means is you validate what you've learned by telling other people about it. So it's the same thing with church. When you go to church, you learn, and then you can go talk to other people about it. Because really, you... Now, I don't want to say you're being selfish if you keep what you've learned to yourself, but why would you not want to spread that amazing news that you're loved, you have worth, uh, you... You like you're just so loved. Like I don't know why you wouldn't want to talk to other people about yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, I love our uh, commission at my church. Mm-hmm. Go and make disciples of all nations. Right. And getting that word out there, it's like go and spread my news. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it doesn't just stay inside that church house. Where mm-hmm. you're like, you know, that was a good service. Mm-hmm. I'm just go home and do the same thing. Yeah. It's like go out and be that. You right. Know? Yes, like live that because, and and this is my, man, my favorite thing ever. I heard somebody say it. I heard somebody say um, one time, you know, it was actually whenever the coronavirus uh, stuff happened, you know, everybody was freaking out and they said, this is the perfect time for us Christians to not freak out and to be like, you know, God's got this. Yeah. And to say, and like he said, we should have people looking at us and they should say, man, I don't know what he has, but I want that. Ooh. And man, that hit me so hard because I was like, how often, whether I'm, you know, I do basketball lessons sometimes, how often, whether, uh, like whenever I'm working out kids or when I'm around my friends at Faith Prep or whenever I'm around anybody, how often do people look at me and say, 
man, what does that dude have? Because I want that. Yeah, and that was part of the, my my conviction, dude. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm you not, were like, you were like, you your image wasn't what you wanted it to. Yeah, be. Yeah, I'm not living the way that God wants me to present myself. You know, mm-hmm. and I might when I'm inside the church house or I'm around right? a certain group of people. I need to be that. Yeah, but I'm not that around everybody like I need to be, and that really hit me, dude. Yeah, and I mean, see, this is the thing when it comes to partying or smoking or you know whatever the reason people do it is because they see other people doing it and and that's the thing with me i have personally never done those things and i'm not going to if i don't decide to like people see other people doing things and they're like well they're doing it so i guess it's okay that's not what god says to do and uh you know another thing that really opened my eyes dude is when I was I was eighth ninth grade. Mm-hmm. I had buddies, so called buddies, yeah, so called buddies yeah. that were like, "Hud, just smoke with us, dude. Just yeah. drink with us one time, you know, yeah. just once, yeah, and, just and once, I mean, man." As soon as I gave in to that dude and I did it with them, they didn't hit me up again, dude. Right? No, no, and that's the, that's the thing they too. They want me to see me fall so they can see themselves as equal to what they're doing is okay. Right? Know? Yes, and and that's the thing that bugs me too. And I want to really, really encourage, you know, the people listening right now. You have to know who your real friends are. And that's why I say we keep it real here. Who are your real friends? And I'm not saying you have to have buddies that every single time you see them, you have a Bible study. That'd be awesome. But what I'm saying is when you party, when you smoke, when you do all these things, you have people that just want to have a good time. You don't have people that want to see you thrive one of my favorite songs by Casting Crowns, Thrive. Yeah. <laughs> we were made to thrive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, but like, seriously, surround yourself with people that want to see you thrive. Surround yourself with people that want to be the church with you. And, I'm, you know, I, that it just really bothers me so much because I I have friends that are like, Oh, we went. We got drunk this weekend, bro. We went and did this. We went and did that. And I'm like, that's awesome, man. Well, what did it do for you? And they were like, yeah, I know. And then they were just like, what? Like, I legitimately had this conversation with a friend. They were talking to me about it. Man, we got drunk this weekend. And I said, okay, well, did it benefit you? And they were just like, what? And I said, did it benefit you? And they said, what do you mean? And I was like, did it benefit you as in did it help you at all as a Christian or as a person? Now, if you can tell me that it did, great. But can you? And they just kind of like looked at me like, are you like judging me? And I'm like, no, I'm asking you. Like, because me personally, why in the world would I ever do something that's like, and, and if you take Christianity out of the equation, why would I do something that's not going to benefit me as a person? And how and that comes back to our question, dude. How are you gonna be the church wherever you are? Right. If you're giving in to all these temptations and all these things, like like I was, mm-hmm. and how I was just. And it's very in. awesome that you recognize that, and you know you've been on an amazing path so far to get out of that. Yeah, dude, and it's it, it really hit me. You know, I was like, our question: be the church wherever. How am I being the church wherever when I'm living a certain way that I know is not right? Right. And and man, that's. And again, it depends on who you surround yourself with. Because if I'm around people, like, and that's one of my missions. My mission is to challenge my friends in a way where they think deeply about what they are doing. Like, like, and I mean, like, when I'm, you know, and and again, back to that conversation with my friend, he was just kind of like, well, I don't think it is benefiting me. And I, I looked at him and I said, why are you doing it then? 
Why are you doing it? Why would you ever do something that's not going to help you? And he was just like shocked. And I'm sorry if you can comment on this podcast and you can say, getting drunk helps me with bam. And it's something good. Okay, we can talk about it. But I'm sorry you can't. You can't. You really can't. With smoking weed or whatever, you cannot sit here and be like, well, this helps me because of such and such. Like, sorry, you can't. Yeah, like, I, I got buddies, like, man, I get stressed out, I need to smoke. Okay, read your Bible. I mean, talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Talk Either, to me, dude. Yeah, talk, yeah, talk to me. one. And that brings me back to this, too. If any of you guys have any questions at all, if you message me personally on my Instagram, Caleb.Anderson21, what's your Instagram, HUD? HUDBUD5. HUDBUD5. You can message us anytime and say, hey, I'm having trouble with this, man. I need help. And I will tell you how to get it because I promise you if I don't know how to help, I know somebody that does know how to help. And that's who, and that goes back to who you need to surround yourself with, man. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with people that are help you grow and make you better. Right. Put people in your life that you're like, man, I'm so glad they, I'm in, they're in my life to yeah, help me. Yeah, because do you really want to be around those people that just, you know, you just get that that high with, and then immediately when you're done, you leave them. And that's okay. There's a great quote by Tim Tebow, and he said, "I will never let the highs and lows of my life define me." And what that means is, you know, I I know a lot of people are like, "Oh man, you know, I I can't stop because that high is just so amazing." But you know what? I know immediately when you get home, those lows hit. Exactly. The highs and lows. He says the highs and lows do not define him because he's not going to, like whenever something great is happening, he won't let his worth be defined by that. When something low happens, he won't let his worth be defined by that. He is going to have his worth in God because God is the person that gave you the ability for everything. So what I'm saying is the highs and lows are a huge part of anything you put your worth in when it comes to, like, we've used it so much, but drinking and smoking. When you go drink and you get drunk, you're just like, oh, yeah, man, like you're like partying or whatever. But then as soon as you get home, you hit that bed, you wake up the next morning, you feel awful about your life. I'm sorry. Don't try to tell me you don't. And like I said, if you try to say you don't have problems, you're lying. You're just lying to yourself. And another thing, guys, is... I'm not. I'm not trying to say you're just this awful person. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. For doing this stuff because I've been there. I've I've exactly been. Yeah, in that we're situation. saying that we're saying that you can get out of it. We're saying that you don't have to stay in that cycle. Yeah, there's all there's a way out, man. You just have to look for that person. Look, re, look at dive into your word, dude. I mean, there's pretty plenty of scriptures to help you find friends and everything mm-hmm. like that, and the friends you need to look for. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. as one man sharpens another. Yes, sir. And we're gonna and we are going to have a uh, separate episode on that. Yeah, and I, I wanted to just touch that basic, and you know, just who's sharpening you? You know, right? Who's making you better? Yeah. Think about that when you look at your friends. Yes, sir. And I do want to talk about that a little more. Uh, we were in church, and Hudson's dad, brother Stacy, was preaching on the book of Romans, and he was talking about Paul. You know, Paul's pretty great. You know, yeah, he's great, great guy. Um, and he was just talking about how Paul was just such an influencer, and he just brought so many people to Christ. You know, he's one of the greatest missionaries in the history of Christianity. Paul just impacted so many people, and then he said, "Who has been a Paul for you in your life?" And I think what he meant by that was who's impacted you in a way to make you want to grow mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of expand your uh, Christianity, you know? Right. 
And so now, um, and dude, what, one like the thing he said like really blew my mind. He was like, "I want you to write a letter for the people that have been appalled to you." And man, that that was like crazy because you know my mom, she's always told me to write letters for people. And uh, why do you think letters are so important and have so much significance? You know, when he talked about the letters, I thought of how much time that goes into writing a letter and the mm-hmm. effort, and it just really shows you care more. You know, it's easier yeah. to sit there and make a text or call somebody real quick, but it really means you care when and, you're and able to take yes, time. and I want to speak on that, not just on, you know, people that are appalled for you. I want to talk about how when you say text messages and calling people and stuff, whenever you talk about God— like, let's use, again, social media for an example. When you, like, if there's a post that says God's got you and you repost it, that's great. Yeah. But when you go up to somebody and you look them in the eyes and say, God's got you, man, I'm praying for you. That's such a big difference because you're physically in person with that person. And you feel that. You, you feel, that feel it. Like, when you repost something on your story, be honest, y'all. Be honest. When you're scrolling through social media, you're looking at your stories, and you see that, you think, oh, great. And then you don't think about it again after that. Yeah. If somebody looks you in the eyes and they say, I love you, man, I'm praying for you, that hits you at home and it impacts you. Yeah, and that's the letters, dude. The thing about the letter is when you put that time and effort into it, somebody's like, wow, he really does care about right. me to, to put this effort into writing this letter. Yeah, and like who's been a Paul for you? You know, when I think about Paul and being a leader and spreading the word, I always think of my dad, man. Yeah, my and dad. he's the one, you know, he's kind of ironic. He's the one that preached it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy, but... uh He's always been that impactful person Mm -hmm. in my life that's influenced me in good ways, you know. And I'm not saying by any means anybody's perfect and anything like that, but when I think of my dad, I think about all the good all the good things he's taught me and yeah, the man. influences he's brought in my life. And and that's the thing too, like he's not just been that for you, he's been that for other people. And he's been somebody that, you know, like maybe somebody that doesn't have a dad at home or somebody that doesn't have somebody constantly saying, hey, maybe you should read the scripture or this or that. They go up to him at church and they say, Brother Stacy, I'm, I'm here. Like, you know, I, I need help. And he immediately will pray with them. And he even said that in church. Uh, he was like, hey, if you need to come to me one on one, we can pray together. We can talk about stuff. And people like that are so important in your life. Yeah, dude. Now, who is somebody that, like, would impact you as a Paul in your life? Golly, bro. I, and, you know, <laughs> there's no question my mom. Absolutely no question. 100%. And, you know, she hasn't been one just for me, especially for others like I talk about. And, you know, I, that that's, you know, what I said about Brother Stacy. I want to talk about that with other people. Go to people like my mom for an influence. And, you know, I haven't talked about her enough Man, my my mom has been an amazing influence for young women uh, in FCA, at school, and just in life. Like, gosh, dude, don't get me started on my mom. We might have an episode just for my mom. Like, my mom's an amazing uh, Proverbs 31 woman. I mean, she's just great. Uh, She's just an amazing Christian woman. So we might have to get a feature from her. But what we're saying with all this is we have people in our lives that literally live out what it means to be the church. That's our theme, be the church. So, I mean, what do you think it means to be the church, like, in detail? Expanding on that, dude. It goes it goes way more than just a group of people gathering and worshiping about Christ. The church is the people right. concept that it's going out to expand it, mm-hmm. to expand yeah. the church, the people, the the message. <laughs> yeah, in and, a way. And, it's not just... 
in a group setting, it's mm-hmm. everything. It's everything life. you do. And there was a there was a guy at, at church. You know, when I walked in, um, they were you know like he was like showing people where to sit. And I asked him. I was like, you know, because of COVID, p- things are strict. And I asked him. I said, hey, you know, because of COVID, like if you got too many people in here, would you turn them away? He said, man, I know, but like, nah, we. We're not going to turn people away from church. No, dude, that, that's before everything. Before I mean, everything. Bro, if you ever have to get in a position where you have to, like, you don't have enough seats for church, that's a blessing. That's a blessing, dude. And then you, and then you make some. You, you go downstairs and you pull, pick out some, you know? You yeah, do whatever yeah. you can to bring those people Yeah, in. you do anything you can to get those people there. But, you know, what I was saying about the people is those people like we have those people in our lives and they tell us the things they tell us for a reason in the sense of like you know if you're saying hey mom i'm about to go do this and she says don't do that i regret it i did it whatever it is whether it's drinking smoking whether it's whatever it is when an adult looks at you a good christian paul like person when they look at you and they say you don't need to do that i did that and i regret it they say that for a reason. Yeah, that that reminds me of a verse in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. I really love Proverbs, but Proverbs is great. By the, yeah, I'm sorry. By the way, you ever want to learn to be a wiser person? Go read Proverbs. Exactly, and that's kind of the uh, topic it's about. Is mm-hmm. in Proverbs it says, "Gray hair is a sign of wisdom. It should be looked to for advice." Yes. And I think that is so true yes. when I look at my grandfather mm-hmm. or anybody else in the church that's older. You go and talk to them about anything. From from building a house to building the church. Right. And they have answers for you. Yes. And it not and it's not just people with gray hair that have these great experiences, but I'm just saying look for people that you know have wisdom and knowledge about a certain topic that you might not know of. Yeah, and, and I oh my gosh, bro. Like they're okay, I have friends that will be like, My mom told me this or my dad told me this and they made me mad and I went to my room and like they just made me mad and I'm like and like they'll be talking to me about it and they're like, They're so mean and I'll be like, Dog, they're right. Yeah, I'll be like, they're right. <laughs> That's that selfish mindset we have in today's society of oh, me, gosh. me, me. Don't get me so, don't get me started on our generation. <laughs> but I'm just saying, in the me, me, me mindset, it's all about how you're making me feel. Mm-hmm. And I saw a great thing that said, just because it makes you feel a certain way, doesn't mean it's wrong, bro. And I I write about that, and we'll we'll get we'll get to that later. But <laughs> uh, I talk about that how like emotions lie to you. And yeah. it's great that we're talking about this because we're about to dive in to my coach, Coach Brown. Uh, you know, Coach Brown always talks to us about learning from his mistakes. And for the people that don't know, uh, Coach Brown is my one of my coaches at Faith Prep. He played college basketball four or five years. And he always talks to us about his regrets. He says, like, you, you know, he doesn't want us to go through the mistakes he made. You know, he says he made a lot of really – like stupid mistakes that he regrets and he he like emphasizes to us all the time I don't want you to do what I did he says you don't have to be who you want to be later in life be that person now and that's what older people want us to do they yeah. look at us and they're like hey I did that that was dumb don't do that and I, I mean <laughs> and that point of your power of now that's a whole the different the power of now man should have named the episode that <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different topic in itself it's just like like the decision I made not too long ago to change change the yes. direction I was going in. They, don't think, you know, in 30 years, in 20 years, in 10 years, you know, 
I can change my life. I can be who I want. I can be who God wants. Yeah. That's not what you're called to do. No, it's not. He, he wants you to do it now. Yes, it's a now thing. And like and, and that's really with anything and oh, gosh, man. Oh, we got to get some separate episodes for these topics cuz I could dive into these things for an hour, you know. I, I talk about people that if you are doing something and you're not passionate about it in the sense of like like even just a job. Like if you go to your job every day and you're looking forward to the weekend, I feel like that kind of pertains to us as students. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I can't wait to get done with my work so I can go drink this weekend. Or I can't wait to get with, done with my work so I can go smoke. Turn and it's up, like, you know. You turn up. <laughs> yeah, turn up, dog. <laughs> no, but it's like those things aren't benefiting you. And it's like eventually at some point you are going to look at yourself and you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, why am I doing this? Where am I going? Yes. And then. But the thing is, why would you look back at that? Like, like I'm saying, why would you uh, look at yourself in 20 years? Why would you look at yourself and say that then? Why don't you do it now? Exactly. Dude. Because you have less time to regret. Mm, like, that's like, so true. Like, you're not going to spend all your time wallowing and regretting and thinking, I should have done this or I should have done that. So, whatever your problems are, whatever your convictions are, don't work later. Work now to be the church today and be the church wherever. Hey, yes, hey, sir. Hey, yes, sir. Hey, but I mean, I'm serious about that. Work now. That is, man, that should be our theme. We should put that on some merch, man. Work now. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but man, you know, honestly, that's all I got. Uh, man, I thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys are a blessing. And I, we love y'all, and we're praying for you right like right now. We're about to, in fact, HUD is about to pray us out, and HUD is going to pray for you specifically. So I want you to know, whenever you go to bed tonight or whenever you uh, do whatever, if you ever feel alone or not encouraged, know that me and him are praying for you specifically. And it's not just us. I guarantee you there's somebody in your life that's encouraging you, that's praying for you, that you don't even right. know about. Right, yes. And like, man, you, you, and I fell into that before. I fell into that, I don't have people, blah, blah, blah. You have so many people in your life that love you and that would do anything for you. You just have to know who those people are. Don't yeah. be around the people that just want you for the high. Be there for, like, be around the people that want to be there for you during the highs and the lows. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, man, I... I pray we encourage you guys today, and hopefully you can take some of the things we talked about and uh, just apply it to your life. So, manhood, just pray us out, man. All right. Let's bow. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this awesome message me and, me and my boy got to present to you guys, and I hope that you got something out of it. And we just want you to know, and God, God's here with us saying this right now, if you have anything in your life you're struggling with, Reach out to us. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Reach, reach out to him. And uh, I want you to know that you're loved and you're cared for. And to make that change now, if you know you're struggling with something, make that change now. Yeah. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for these blessings, Lord. And I pray for each and every one of these people Listen, Jesus, now I pray. Amen. Amen, man. Hey, thank you, guys. Uh, and like he said, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to DM us. Do it today. Give us some And give us some feedback, too. And, uh, you know, uh, write a letter to whoever your Paul is today. Write a letter to that person and let tell them, them... Tell them you're thankful, man. Just tell them you're thankful and be detailed with it. When you write, don't just be like, thank you. Like, <laughs> like tell them the significance they've had on your life and what they've done for you. So, 
man, that's what I got for y'all today. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And uh, just thank you guys so much for tuning in, and God bless. Thank you, guys. God bless.